Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 4, Chapter 38, Continued. It was from these virtues as from a copious spring, that his ardor flowed, so that he never ceased to encourage his disciples to love chastity in words that were all but divine. Our heavenly bridegroom desires, as Philip knew well, that the souls he has called to share his dwelling forever should be free from any taint of bodily impurity. Hence, when Philip knew that someone was tempted in this way, he used every means to save him by advice, prayers, and encouragement. Those who were not so affected, he tried to preserve untainted, being as careful in defense of the chastity of others as of his own. I will also add that Philip's virginal chastity used to radiate in such a way that no one could be long in his company without beginning to think about embracing a life of purity. As everybody thought, and it was commonly believed, he was a virgin. Such was the beauty of this virtue in his soul that it was visible in his body, as well in his face and in his eyes, the signals of his mind. Thus not only in his conversation and in all his actions, but even in his face was the beauty of his virginity apparent. What can I say about the man's modesty and cleanliness? Whether he was well or ill, he never allowed anyone to see his chaste limbs, his bare flesh. I myself can witness to that among others, for I was close to him night and day. And nobody ever noticed anything in him that could be offensive to the eyes or thoughts of anyone. He never even thought of using abusive or obscene language. Throughout his life, he so conducted himself that from his first flower of youth, he appeared in the eyes of all to be an example of chastity and Christian modesty. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, patron of thy own, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Glonio speaks tonight about the effects of Philip's interior chastity. Chastity is a virtue, a readiness of the heart to act and to feel what's in accord with chastity. Chastity is an expression of love so that 
we are ready in sexual matters to do and to feel what's proper for us in our state. The chaste man feels desires in the right way, at the right time, with the right people. But as we've seen, there are degrees to this. There are the first movements of, of desire. There are greater movements. And St. Philip had been given the grace of not even having the very first movements of lust, of sexual desire that was for the wrong person, the wrong way at the wrong time. God gave him a kind of miraculous chastity. Again, chastity is primarily of the heart, about the desires, about what one takes pleasure in. But it flows out into the person. And so even in his old age, Philip practiced exterior chastity. He was very particular, very guarded about having his arms, his legs covered. Galonia lived underneath him. They lived in the same house. Galonia was often his nurse looking after him. And he says that St. Philip always had a very strict guard about, about that with himself. He also was very strict about his language. St. Philip did not want anyone to be tempted, to be led astray by his language. Philip was very careful about doing, not saying obscene things, abusive things. But even more than that, and those are areas that all of us can try to copy St. Philip in our own way, in our own situations, although it will be different for different people. We're not all a priest living in 16th century. So, but the idea of, of protecting our bodies, of shielding our bodies, we can keep that in mind. But we can also keep in mind Philip's motivation. Philip's motivation for chastity, the guarding of his body, was primarily focused on Jesus. Jesus is the heavenly bridegroom. The church and every human being is in some way his bride. And in a particular way, a priest shares in the love of Christ, the bridegroom for the church, the love of Christ for souls. And Philip was convinced that to live with Christ, to live in eternal life with him ultimately, but even now to be his friend, to be in the dwelling place of Christ, to be connected to him in deep friendship, chastity is necessary. Why? Because our bodies belong to him. He took on our flesh. He died in the human body. He gave us a human body so that we might serve him. And he gives us the Holy Eucharist, his very body, his blood. And so our bodies and what we do with our bodies are important to Christ. And we show our love for him by keeping our bodies for him. And by extension to those he has joined to us in marriage. If we've been married, then Christ has said, "You now the two of you show your love for me by loving each other, by giving yourselves to each other. But outside of that, or in the preparation for that, to some degree, but not fully, we begin to share our love, our physical expressions, 
primarily we want to be chaste, not because it makes us wise, that is true, not merely because it makes us free, it is does that, not only because it makes us able to study better, it does that, not only because it helps us not to objectify people, it does that, it does all those things. Not only because it won't make us get some kind of disease, it does that too. But primarily our chastity is motivated by a love for Christ. This is the means to being united to him. This is the means to friendship with him. Now, Philip wanted to guard people. He wanted to protect people. He did that by praying for them, by encouraging them, and by giving them advice. If he knew they were tempted, Philip wanted, he is so sympathetic. So if you are struggling with chastity, take heart. St. Philip Neri has an interest in helping you. I would want hardly anything more than that everyone in this group would have a picture of St. Philip in your room. Have a picture of our Lord, have a picture of our lady, St. Joseph, and after that, have a nice picture of St. Philip. Learn to turn to him in your times of temptation. Ask his advice. Look at his picture. Say, Philip, what should I do? Ask his prayers. Ask his encouragement. And if you are not so tempted, we have to ask St. Philip to help us to preserve our chastity. Preserve it. Preserve it. Keep it intact. And with each other, let us ask for the grace to pray for each other. Let us ask for the grace to give good advice. Let us ask for the grace to be encouraging. Encourage one another while it is still today. Let us encourage one another while we still have the time. For by the grace of the Holy Spirit, friendship with Christ is possible. By the grace of the Holy Spirit and the prayers of the saints, we too can be chaste. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.